Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Best friends forever. Do 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 uh, nobody. Uh, I am Greg Sussman. Dr. A will join us at the, I was going to say bottom of the hour, but uh, at 2.20-ish to, uh, to chat with all the latest injuries going on in football. I'm going to take your questions throughout because uh, the person I had filling in for Frank today canceled last minute. We're gonna, people stop by uh, from the network. I think Corey might stop by. We know Venture may stop by. So, well, a very fun show today. There are 12 preseason games going on tonight. As Corey was saying a few moments ago, it's not Christmas Day or anything like that. But damn, is it nice to have football back, right? Like, that feeling of there's not going to be a Thursday night for the next six months without football is a pretty damn good feeling. And as I said, 12 games on the schedule. And we, we talked about it earlier this week. With Florio, does the preseason matter? Do you care about the preseason? And my pretty much definitive answer was no. Right? I, I could care less. But if I'm being honest, did I DVR the Giants game tonight? Not sure when I'm going to get a chance to watch it? I did. I did. I did it sitting at my desk this morning. On my phone, did the app, whatever. But what's cool is that doesn't really matter, right? Like, I, I, if I watch it, I watch it. If I don't, I don't. But at least it's there. And I'm excited, maybe more so than I should be. I'm excited about the opportunity to see Saquon Barkley in a Giants uniform, to not see Ben McAdoo's dumbass on the sideline. So I see a professional. I see Pat Shermer. I see a new offense. I get a chance to see Davis Webb, right? Like, nothing that has any fantasy implications, there's a lot you could bet on tonight, which I think is awesome. Knowing which coaches are super aggressive, the Pete Carrolls of the world, the Mike Tomlins of the world, that's really cool. But for me, it's all about being a fan. And that's what we get tonight. When you go home from work and you have the opportunity to watch your team, which everybody watching and listening will have that opportunity this weekend, you get just a reminder of you know, how good football is. Take out the BS Take all the stuff with the kneeling, all the, the altercations, all of the hoopla. Everything you read in training camp, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Because what you see matters. I've watched so many Giants preseason games, not caring about anything, but just to see it. And it always went incredibly poorly. Like, the offense was inept. And what happened? Well, the offenses during the season were inept. Hopefully a lot of that was due to Ben McAdoo. 
who is now gone, and, and it'll change with Pat Shermer. So we hope. We'll see. But as a fan of your team, today, much like you'll feel that first Sunday of football season, you're going to feel that excitement no matter if you're in Cleveland or you're in New York or you're in Boston and you're a New England Patriots fan. That feeling is real and it's optimism and it's talking yourself into anything. You could talk yourself into a third round, a third string quarterback being the next Tom Brady based on how they play in the preseason. You can talk yourself into an offensive lineman holding up reasonably well and being like, maybe the improvement is there. I'm obviously talking about Eric Flowers. It's all optimistic and it's all real for tonight. That's the kind of excitement you have tonight. This is the opportunity tonight to believe. And I believe in the Giants tonight. Get it, Giants fan, New York, local, the whole deal. But it's not just me, man. It's anything, it's anybody. And even though the Giants are the second overall pick and people are still picking them to go to the playoffs, I'm not worried about any of that. that that's fine. I'm excited to just watch them play. To get it back, to have a rooting interest to caring. And then I'll check in on all the other games. I'm sure the NFL Network will have some, some whip around of some sort that we could check out. And for me, for those that have watched me and, and know me, there's no, there's no baking tonight for me. There's no bachelor, bachelorette, or some Bravo show my girlfriend makes me watch. None of that tonight. Tonight the NFL is back. And she knows what that means. You all know that, knows what that means. And I know what it means. 844-843-6879. I want to know what you're excited about for the preseason. Two days ago, I poo-pooed it. Two days ago, we went over why it doesn't matter, why certain things do, whatever. But today, I don't care if it matters from a fantasy perspective. If you care what certain players do, that's not what I'm after. I'm after caring just about it back. What makes you the most excited over fantasy football? No Lance Davis, there's no big brother. Although, funny story about that. Why? I have a moment. My girlfriend's best friend, her other best friend, was on Big Brother this year. So if you're a Big Brother fan and you like Caitlin, I got connections for you. Nevertheless, 844-843-6879. I want to know what you are excited about when it comes to the preseason. I have in front of me a whole lot of things that you can watch during this preseason. During tonight with the first game, of course, being the Giants. Like, what, are, what am I watching for? Other than take Giants fan Greg out of it. What am I, what am I looking for, okay? See, on Barkley, obviously. I'm looking to see if, Eric, uh, if uh, Evan Ingram had any sort of improvement. Looking at that. And I'm looking at the offensive line. No fantasy there. But is the offensive line going to be a turnstile as they have been over the last three seasons? Or will Hernandez and this brand new offensive line and Nate Solder and the rest of the guys, will they step up? All right, cool. That's something to watch for. Definitely. On the other side with the Browns, I mean, how about this? The team that I get to watch, the number one overall pick's there. No fantasy implications. That's fine. Don't care. But Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, okay. I'm getting up for that. Now, Nick Chubb, 
A name that we didn't mention yesterday with Raymond Summerlin when we were talking about the rookie running backs. Nick Chubb, I know Jake Seeley's very high on him. I know some other people were very high on him. I can't say that I'm there. You guys know me. I'm the Carlos Hyde guy. So I'm thinking Carlos Hyde still early on will, get the, will be the guy. Oh, man, this is... I'm now reading the chat about Caitlin from um, Big Brother. Uh, to answer your question, PMR, uh, she did not do that to Brett, so she told us off the air. Just saying. I'm glad you guys you know, thought Caitlin was fantastic, TV. I will let her know. Um, anyway, with the Browns, will Carlos Hyde be the man early? Like, Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb go, both going around the same spot. Like, which one would you rather have? We talked about that, Frankie and I, um, a few weeks ago, right? And we both said Nick Chubb in the long run, but Carlos Hyde now. And it's really the same thing, which is really interesting, with Tyrod Taylor and with Baker Mayfield. That combination where you went out, you traded for this guy, you traded an asset for this guy. When it comes to Carlos Hyde, you spent money on this guy, and then you immediately drafted his replacement. Tyra Taylor's going to start. And no matter what Hugh Jackson tells you, Carlos Hyde's going to start. And both these guys are, are players that certainly eat an auction draft, which we are going to go over um, next, if not next week, the Monday after, because I have my auction draft uh, a week from this Monday. Both these guys can be had for very, very little. And I know, I know uh, the host of Red Felt Breaks here, Greg Biden, extremely high on Tyrod Taylor. And he's somebody that I trust. Maybe you should too. It doesn't cost you anything. Speaking of Greg Biden, I do want to remind you, and this comes from Greg, that Fantasy's own Red Felt Breaks, in conjunction with Black Jaded Wolf, is hosting its inaugural group break live on Red Felt Breaks. Red Felt Breaks are a card-breaking show. If you haven't watched it, do check it out. It airs Wednesday night, 6 p.m. We're breaking the 2017 Panini National Treasures football case in a random team format. In addition to purchasing a spot in the break, all 32% pit, all 32 participants, basically there's 32 cards, we're breaking, right? You have 32 opportunities to get the card uh, that will make the most money. All 32 participants will receive a free Roto Experts exclusive edge package for $39.99. That's for the season. You get a draft kit. You get all the rankings from Scotty and the crew. And you get an opportunity to get the magic card inside that 2017 Panini National Treasure football case. For more information, check out the, the blackjadedwolf.com. It's blackjadedwolf.com. And click the FNTSY box for more information on how to purchase spots and how to get your Roto Experts exclusive edge fantasy football package for free right now. Pretty cool. Uh, so do check it out over at blackjadedwolf.com. What else am I looking for? What else am I trying to find out on night one of the preseason? Well, let's go to the next team. That's Buffalo and Carolina. And I'm really excited that they're playing tonight because of this. Number one, Sean McDermott versus the old team. A little revenge game there. Preseason week one. But more importantly and more real... Here's the thing we have to talk about, and that's LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy is a guy that a month ago was going in late second round, middle of late second round, and then all that domestic violence stuff happens, and you're just like, this dude's never playing football again. We're a month later, and there he is, healthy, practicing at training camp. And he's now dropped into the late fourth round. There's a bit of an Ezekiel Elliott-ness 
to LaShawn McCoy, where you feel like that hammer is going to drop at some point, but you don't know when. For those drafting LaShawn McCoy as that RB2, you're getting a potential RB1 at that RB2 cost. We named all these rookies yesterday, all these boring running backs. LaShawn McCoy is not either. He's a spectacular running back, but he's got uh, a checkered past and potentially a checkered future. Are you willing to risk a draft pick in that middle, in that late fourth round on a guy that, hey, the NFL could put on that inactive list at any point? And we're just like, crap. They did it with Adrian Peterson. They did it many other times as well. Just placed on this inactive list, and you're just like, we're going to deal with this another time. Are you willing to take that risk with LaShawn McCoy? 844-843-6879. The number to join in to ask that. Hey, I want to hear your calls. 844-843-6879. Bob from Vermont. How are you, sir? Hey, how you doing, Greg? I'm doing great, man. What's going on? I got, uh, you say you wanted to watch most of the sh- uh, football games tonight? I said I want to check them out. I'm excited. Football is back, man. Yeah, you ever hear of VIP box uh, on the computer? I don't know VIP box. You can look that up on your computer tonight. You get all the games for free. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. There's only really two games on tonight, the NFL. No, no, no. The, Bob, Bob, there's, uh, there's 12. Giants against the Browns. There's 12 games on tonight, and, Bob. Yeah, two games, yeah. Twelve. I know, but not on NFL Network because it's only two games. Oh, but they'll, 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 they'll wrap around. I'll, I'll see plenty. I'm fine with that. Oh, oh, they go in during the breaks? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's try that. Try that thing on your computer, though. VIP box. I will. I will. How's, uh, how, yeah, how's, how's everything good. going, Bob? And it's for free. I like free. I yeah. like free. How, how are Absolutely you? Absolutely free. Good, how you doing? I'm doing well. You, you didn't sound so good this morning. You were a little upset, it sounded like. Oh, I saw that movie. It was uh, the movie about, uh, the you know, the um, volleyball. Yeah, yeah, you were talking about it was that. In, yeah, that was a sad movie. You gotta watch happier movies. Died at the beginning. I, I haven't, you don't have to spoil the movie for me. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, no, I'm not going to tell you All what right. happened. All right, but good. It was sad. Right. It was very sad. Uh, I watch happy movies. I, I like Dodgeball. Dodgeball? Yeah. Yeah, I like Dodgeball. You see that movie, Dodgeball? Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good game, too. I was watching, I was watching Dodgeball last night on ESPN 8, The Ocho. Who are the two characters in that movie? What's That's up? Funny. Um, what were their names? There's, there's, there's a lot of them. There's, there's Blaze. There, there, there's, a lot, there's a lot of these guys. The funny guy. The funny guy. Who's the funny guy? The two lead ones in the movie. Oh, White so, Goodman. And then the other one. Yeah, White Goodman and he had Peter. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Are we talking about the same dodgeball? Yeah, White Goodman and Peter. No, I'm thinking of the baseball movie, that other oh, baseball oh, movie. Jesus that, oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. What was that movie? I'm sorry. There's a lot of baseball <laughs> movies. Yeah, the one with the, you know... The two guys, right? The two guys, and they hit the home run to end, to end it, right? The walk-off homer? Yeah. Uh, that's a great movie. That's a great movie with the walk-off homer. With, with the guys, and then they fight, and they have this, the, the, he breaks up with his girlfriend in the middle of the movie, and then he hits with the walk-off homer, and everyone cheers for him, and the crowd goes wild. Yes. See? We're on the same page. So you having a good day today too? I'm having a great day. I'm having a great day, Bob. And congratulations on your, you know, getting, being the manager now. Oh, thank you. 
Thank you. I, I, I Frank appreciate Frank today? Is he on vacation? Yeah, Frank's, Frank's on vacation. Frank's on vacation. Is he, get, he got married? No, Frank did not get married. Frank did not oh, get I married. He, I saw his Facebook page. He is a pretty wife. Bob, I'm getting to a break. I got I to gotta let you go, Bob. I'm getting to a break. Oh, yeah, I talk too much. I know. Yeah, you, know. yeah, you do. You do. It's okay. We, gotta, we, have, we have a break. We have, we have a break coming up. Um, you want to you walk in here? I have, I have a minute. You can walk, just walk right in front of the camera. Just sit right here. This is fantastic. Pat Mayo, man. The, the thing's over there. The box right there. You got to turn the mic on. Yeah. This is, this is fantastic. Pat Mayo, the Pat Mayo show, is it called now? Pat Mayo Experience, Experience. Sir. P&E. How are you, I'm man? In, I'm in here. It's, it's too hot out. I'm just wandering around town. Thought I'd stumble in. This is awesome. Yeah. I did not know you were going to be here. This, did, this is a surprise. I did not know I was going to be here either. I'm shooting my show live. Five, Where? five to seven. Where? Uh, the MLS studios. Five to seven, live. Right. On the DraftKings YouTube channel. Awesome. DK Live, Facebook Live, five to seven, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll be here. That's awesome. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, today, Friday and Saturday, five to seven, DraftKings channel. Pat Mayo Experience. We'll hit the break. I got an interview with Dr. A. Then you want to come back and hang? I'll be here for like another five minutes. So you won't be. I'll be here. All right, cool. We'll be back right after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Back with you, Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. A little Pat Mayo action. He, um, my first BFF here, we did this together. The, it was called uh, Sussman and Mayo. He'll never tell you that. Also, it was Mayo and Sussman. We did the Roto Experts Weekend Edition over on Sirius. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. And now uh, it's just me. Mayo's doing his thing, the Pat Mayo Experience over at DraftKings. And uh, we're doing our thing here. So uh, it's been fun. And we're going to continue doing it. 844-843-6879. Line up those phone lines as I talk to my good friend. The best doctor I've ever met. It's Dr. Ray. What's up, Doc? How are you doing, Greg? Everything good? It's a little lonely, to be honest with you. Yeah, you're, only, you're the only one in the studio. It's just me. It's just me and you. <laughs> it's a little lonely. We can talk about anything. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you want me to put my feet up, we'll talk about anything. You know, I got, I got, a, lot, I got a lot to say. <laughs> but all right, all right. You want to talk, it seems like he wants to talk about football. All right, we'll talk about some football injuries then, Doc. If that if that's the case, uh, let me start. Let me start in Green Bay because there's a couple of Green Bay injuries. We've spoken about these guys before, uh, but I was hoping for updates on them. Let me start with Jimmy Graham. Now, Graham obviously major knee issues uh, a couple of years back, and it seems like he never fully regained what he lost. He tweaked something in practice over the last couple of days. He's not expected to play uh, in the Green Bay's first preseason game. I assume he'll be fine for the regular season, but is he somebody that we should be worried about all year long when it comes to injuries? Yeah, I mean, uh, after his first season, uh, we at Inside Injuries, you know, sort of put a target on Jimmy Graham uh, to really, really be careful with him. And it's really no different and even worse for this upcoming season. So we're warning everybody again 
that his injury risk is at 25% and uh, he's at peak health. So what that means is, is that he's recovered from his injuries. Okay. And as you can see, he missed practice with a minor knee injury. Um, and he won't he won't play in the first preseason game. He'll heal from that. These are these minor ticky tack type injuries. And then um, you know his injury risk category still remains high based on all of the previous injuries and all of the different sort of metrics and analytics that we have for Jimmy Graham. So he is a classic high risk high reward guy. So if you draft him, it is incredibly important that you have someone that can really go right in and step into those shoes because the likelihood of him playing, you know, all 16 games this season is very, very low and he could play in all 16 games. However, he may play in half the minutes or quarter of the minutes in a lot of those. So again, uh, he, you need a uh, legitimate backup if you're going to, you know, take him as, you know, one of your players on your fantasy team. If you want Jimmy Graham as your top tight end, listen, you know, I have Graham ranked as my, he is my eighth ranked tight end because of that uh, background. But if you're going to draft Jimmy Graham, Dr. A is right. You need to back him up with somebody uh, with some high upside that will be healthy. A guy like Jack Doyle is probably perfect. I don't know if you want to pick two tight ends that close together. Uh, but a guy like Jack Doyle is probably the way you want to go. You know he's going to be out there each and every week, and you know he is reliable. Doc, the his teammate Randall Cobb, he showed up. I remember he had some issue in, in training camp where he was in a walking boot and he was on crutches. And we're all like, what the hell is going on here? So we, talk, we asked you about him right at the beginning of training camp. And then he missed a few more days of practice this past week with an injury to the foot the same foot or the same problem he had, I think it was a foot, that he had surgery on previously. And you're like, wait a minute. What's going on with Randall Cobb? Yeah, so it's an ankle, and he's had the same ankle issue. Uh, wide receiver and ankles, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a problem, especially chronic, uh, chronic injuries that he's had. And he's had multitude of injuries over the last three years. Um, and based on sort of the types of injuries and his full makeup, and especially at the wide receiver position, um, you know, he's at a 27% injury risk category high. And right now he's at poor at 30%. And so uh, obviously, um, you know, his healthy to return date right now is August the 18th. So he's still about five days away. So that HPF should improve up to maybe 50 or 60%. But again, this is a guy that we are fully warning. He's not even a high risk, high reward guy. Um, you know, he, you know, the injuries that he has sustained and is going to sustain, he may play really well for a minute or two, meaning in a few plays, but do not be surprised even in the first game if you the first game that he plays that he'll get injured or something like that. I mean he he's a he's a very he's one of our guys that is at the very high end of the spectrum in terms of injury risk. So there you go, Randall Cobb. High end of the spectrum. You heard that. When it comes to drafting him, you have to realize that. I know people are right on this bandwagon getting back in on Randall Cobb. Aaron Rodgers is healthy. Randall Cobb is healthy, but he's not. And he's going to be injured again. And we know with the ankle with the way he has to cut in the slot it may not last very long for Randall Cobb, so be very, very careful uh, if you're interested in drafting him. So, moving on from the Packers, um, I want to go over to New England, where Sonny Michel uh, suffered an injury and then had a surgery uh, about a week ago. What's the latest on him? Okay, this is a classic New England Patriots move, isn't it, Greg? It sure um, is. He had a uh, knee procedure, 
Uh, not sure which side. <laughs> at least expect to miss at least 10 days. What we don't know what that means, right? Like at least 10 days could be 75 days, right? So, um, you know. So, but it's okay. That's why you have inside injuries to like break it all down, right? So, you know, the only two things that you could really come back in t- in a few weeks is you know sort of a diagnostic arthroscopy where you kind of clean up the joint if there's any loose bodies. What, what, what was that, Doc? A what? A diagnostic arthroscopy. So basically, it's just you've heard this before where they kind of do a a procedure, a laparoscopic or, you know, like they just put a scope in the knee. okay, and they clean out debris. Right. Like they'll clean it, clean out cartilage or any loose bodies or, you know, kind of smooth. You know, it's basically a cleanup procedure. That is, I'm not saying he definitely had that, but that's sounding like, you know, sort of what he had because, you know, all of the injuries that he's had to that particular knee, um, you know, develops in cartilage abnormalities and, you know, some of the loose bodies and, you know, sort of that develop in the joint. So here's the deal, like sort of breaking it down right now. And we've said this before. He's had uh, Sonny Michel um, in a uh, in the NFL making that transition from college to the NFL, we feel that it's going to be very difficult for him specifically from an injury standpoint. I mean, look, I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan. Love him. I really, you know, (laughs) I I think he has, uh, I I want him to have a huge success story in the NFL, but from from the data, you know, his injury risk is 25% and he's 30% at the HPF level, you know, because he still, he just got injured. He's just, I mean, he's, he just finished the procedure. So um, we don't expect that HPF to go higher than above average. He won't get back into peak, I think likely before the beginning of the season. So uh, putting it all together, do not make Sony Michelle your number one RB. You know, you got to ha- you got to put him down below a few other running backs. Uh, you know, if you rank him probably three or four, that's probably the highest that he should go. I'm, I'm thinking maybe even four or five. Yeah, so there you go from Dr. A. Don't make Sony Michelle an RB1 or an RB2. And really, uh, you probably, you probably, if you want him, you got to have him as the RB3. But you don't want to have to trust Sony Michelle to be even close to an RB1 or an RB2 for you. But if you, if you mentioned Sonny Michelle, and again, we're talking to Dr. A of Inside Injuries. If we mention Sonny Michelle and everything he's going through and how his skills and his injury history translate to the NFL, I think it's only natural next, Doc, to, to ask you about Rex Burkhead. Because since the Sonny Michelle injury, Rex Burkhead has skyrocketed up draft boards in that he's going to be the goal line guy again. He's going to catch some passes out of the backfield. And what they like about Sonny Michelle is what they like about Rex Burkhead, right? That you don't know if they're passing it or they're running it when he's in there. He dealt with some injury issues last year, and I think he's going through something small during training camp. What's Rex Burkhead's outlook this season? Yeah, so the injury that he has right now is... A, a famous one. It's called unknown. <laughs> so, uh, and this is a common word again, the Patriots. Right. And so, um, you know, he missed six games in 2017 with rib and knee injuries, um, but he's fully healed from those. And like you said, he's very versatile, right? He can, he can come out of the, he, he can do really pretty much anything out of the backfield. He could run football. He could be a goal. You know, it's a very, very good utility player right now. You know, our algorithm is at 8% low injury risk and peak health at 97%. I, I, I agree with this sort of running up, the draft boards a little bit um you know i, I think it, it is it is um you know uh, it is very good from an injury risk standpoint this is the best he's looked in the last few years so i think uh 
you know, based on whatever the algorithm has. Now, remember, we have not inputted this latest injury because no one knows exactly what it is. Sure. <laughs> you know, he was limited on Wednesday. Nothing has come out from the team. All of our sources and everything that we tried to put, there is zero. They're very tight-lipped on it. So I would say this with a grain of salt. Right now, before not knowing what this injury is, he's low in peak. We have to wait till we find out what his injury is, then we'll input it, and then I think everyone should see how, what his algorithm, what his metrics show after that. Because if it's like a soft tissue something or another, then his metrics won't change. But then all of a sudden, if he's got you know, a grade two knee, then it's something that will pretty significantly change his metrics before the season starts. Talking to Dr. A of inside injuries, it seems all good with Rex Burkett. He likes the fact that he's climbing up draft boards, and he says it makes sense. My guy, and I mentioned him all week, my guy last year, my guy this year, Jordan Howard. Some minor stuff going on with him this, uh, this summer. Is Jordan Howard a guy that you feel comfortable as your RB1 this year, injury-wise? So... Um, before this soft tissue knee contusion, okay. um, you know, he was a low in peak, um, so far, you know, sort of tracking, yep. um, you know, he missed practice Wednesday as a precaution. That's fine. Okay. But it's kind of like he has a series of a bunch of injuries and you know, that one little injury knocked him down to below average. Give it a week. He should get back up to above average, close to peak. He's at low injury risk right now at 13%, which is on the border of elevated. But, you know, if he continues to just heal and not have any further injuries, you know, like after August the 14th, he should be at low and peak health. Talking to Dr. A from Inside Injuries, as long as Jordan Howard's okay, well, he's okay to draft. Makes sense to me. Um, a guy that... A lot of we mentioned Sammy Watkins last week, and I'm I'm bringing him up again because he's got a new injury. And and Virginia was saying last week, or you were saying whoever was with us last week, no problem on, on Sammy Watkins, no problem this year. But he's injured again, Doc. He's injured again. Yeah, and see the previous metrics we had was a very crucial number. Well, the reason why Virginia said that because he was at peak health, right? But he did have an elevated injury risk. So it wasn't high. It wasn't low. He's, again, I've said this all along, that this is a high risk or an elevated risk reward type of guy, right? And he's had a multitude of injuries. So he's got a grade one hip injury. So it's not soft tissue. It's a grade one. So it's more than just a minor tweak. They're going to take him with so much precautionary measures that, you know, there'll be an exaggerated recovery time. Right now, it's August the 21st of where we, we see that he'll be healed, likely maybe push it to August the 28th. Um, but he will remain now. It's like that, you know, it's like all he needed was that one little thing before the season started. And this injury did it. He went from elevated to high at 32%. Um, no matter, even if he heals, he won't get out of likelihood of high injury risk. So in our minds now, Sammy Watkins has now moved into like that category of seven, six, seven, eight type of wide receiver ranking. Sammy, Sammy Watkins, a high upside guy that is always going, he's always, the fact is, 
elevated injury risk. Yeah. No, always. I mean, that's always. That, yeah. So it's he, like he can't be your number one. He can't. He can right. be your. He can be your. He can't be your one or two. I think he can. Okay. Be the highest. Maybe. Maybe. Uh. Maybe a three or four. But I mean, that's even pushing it. I would feel more comfortable at a five at the five spot. Okay. So you know, obviously the 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 truth is, Doc, you're never going to get him as a wide receiver five. If you want him, you're going to probably have to draft him as your wide receiver three four. Yeah. If you're comfortable with that, okay. I'm never. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. He wouldn't be. That's what I'm okay. saying. If he didn't have this injury, if he didn't have this injury, then I would say, yeah, three is probably where. But he it was only a matter of time before he got hurt. I know, but no, but there are guys that get hurt all the time, and then they have this year where they don't get hurt at all. And <laughs> um, you know, he was getting to that area, but we, but that's why we do all these metrics before the season starts, so we can at least because nothing counts right now, right? <laughs> Everything counts on day one. So you know, we want to make sure we have the most accuracy right before the season starts. And again, so Sammy Watkins literally went from a two-three down to a six or seven. Another young wide receiver that's battling some injury issues right now is Juju Smith-Schuster. They're going around the same spot, Sammy Watkins and Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, how comfortable are you with drafting Juju? Um, so he's at an elevated injury risk and peak health. So he's not high in peak. He's elevated in peak at 15%. So he missed a few practices at training camp. He had an ice bag on the left knee, likely a grade one left knee injury. You know, so it's no tear or nothing like that. He'll recover from it. What worries me is he's had two concussions last season. And so uh, whether it's by a concussion or by any other injury, that means time off the field. And that means lower fantasy points, obviously. So right now he's got a two to three week healthy recovery time, optimal recovery time. But, um, you know, if he comes back without any further setbacks, you know, he again will be at elevated injury risk at 15 percent and peak health very close to low. So I see him as a two or a three, not as a one. Okay, and, th- and that's fine. That's where he's going as that two or a three. He'll be back to peak health. Um, he's, he's very young, uh, playing the dynam- dynamic Steelers offense. Uh, people obviously high this year on Juju Smith-Schuster. A couple minutes left here to go with Dr. Rage. A couple more players I want to ask him about. Um, I want to ask him about the one that matters the most for our purposes uh, to make sure we get it in, Doc. And, and that's Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett's a sleeper for a lot of teams uh, at the tight end position. Are you confident in his ability to stay healthy this year? Um, yes. Uh, okay. He's at low injury risk at 5%, peak health 93%, just a grade one shoulder sprain, should heal, and he should be okay to start the season. Okay, great. Nice, quick, and concise when it comes to Gerald Everett. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Last two, I'll throw them both at you at the same time. Uh, that is Zay Jones and Terrence Williams. Two guys are not on the fantasy radar right now in 2018. Zay Jones had a brutal rookie year, uh, and Terrence Williams really hasn't really amounted to much. And as you look at Alan Hearns, you look at Michael Gallup, everyone's forgetting about Terrence Williams. Um, any issues with Zay Jones or Terrence Williams that are worth talking about? Yeah, I mean, grade four labrum injury, the guy, that that's a real, real tough in the career aspect. And so high injury risk and below average, just don't see him to be anywhere close to someone drafting him in the six okay. or seven slot. He's probably later. And then Terrence Williams, foot fractures and wide receivers, very difficult to come from. However, he did it, and he's at elevated injury risk at 14%. He's at 96% peak health. Wait till if he doesn't have a setback, season starts, he should sneak into that low injury risk category. All right, there you go. That's the deal with all of our most injured players. Dr. A, it has been a pleasure as always. Thanks for hanging out for a little while. 
Absolutely, Greg. Have a good week. Absolutely. There we go. Dr. Ray from Inside Injuries. He and his team is the absolute best in the business. I cannot recommend recommend them enough. It's a privilege to talk to Dr. Ray uh, each and every week. Um, so that, that was super fun. Of course, tonight the NFL preseason week one begins. And it should be uh, an absolute blast to watch. Why are you watching the preseason week one? I don't care about fantasy. I want to know what makes you excited about having football back even when the results don't matter. I gave you mine when it came to the New York Giants. I want you to give me yours at 844-843-6879. You can also respond in our YouTube chat to my question, why are you excited about football being back tonight? Or are you not? Does it not matter to you until we get to Monday? That's cool. That's fine. Let me know. 844-843-6879. It is the fantasy best friends forever with just one best friend. That's me, Greg Sussman. I'll be back right after this. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive edge fantasy package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive edge fantasy package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive edge fantasy football package promo code FNTSY. with you on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I want to remind you that we're giving away more World Series tickets here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and this time it's to the winner of a free DFS baseball contest. The contests are sponsored by DKMS, who are looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. While 30% of patients can find a matching donor in their family, 70%, nearly 14,000 each year, must rely on a benevolent stranger to step up and donate. You can find out how you can help and win. 2018 World Series tickets by playing free DFS baseball when you go to dailyrotor.com slash DKMS. That is dailyrotor.com slash DKMS. Your ticket to the World Series and a blood cancer patient's ticket to life. Also, want to remind you to get your season ticket right now, the Fantasy Glory 2018 Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. It's not just a draft kit, it's a full season package that takes you from draft day to championship week. Features in depth analysis with some of your favorite fantasy sports radio experts. Go to rotoexperts.com, use the code WINNA to get 10% off on the Exclusive Edge Package. You know what? Don't use that. We, we, I say it every day. Don't use WINNER. Make sure you use the promo code FRANKTHETANK. We're trying to hook Frankie up. Evidently, he gets paid for this. I didn't last year, whatever. But Frank makes money, so make sure you use the promo code FRANKTHETANK and set aside a spot on your mantle for the 2018 championship trophy. 10% off the package for you, money in Frankie's pocket. FRANKTHETANK is the promo code. I also realized, by the way, that we had agreement that you wanted to, a lot of you had asked, hey, how can I watch the BFF, BFFs live? We, we gave you the address. Come here, we'd be happy to buy you a beer. All you had to do was buy us a beer. And nobody, well, only a couple people, I should say, bothered to take us up on this generous offer. Extremely generous. And you haven't taken us up on it. But very nice. A little bit offended. Hey, Ventro, let me ask you. I'm asking the question to everybody. What are you most excited about at the beginning of preseason football? What gets you going? 
The rookies. The rookies. That's the what rookies. Saquon Barkley. Say, right. Even though he's going to play a couple snaps. Yeah, I want to see those couple snaps. I want to see what he looks like. The player comp is Barry Sanders. That intrigues me so much. I want to see if he really runs like, like, like that. All right. Even I know he's much bigger than Barry Sanders ever was. Fair enough. So are you just going to be tuning in the Giants today? Uh, no, I'll probably tune into a couple more, but uh, I'm not going to go crazy. Yeah. You know, watch the early snaps. Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, you got Saquon Barkley. You may see a lot of Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb today on the other side. Yeah, that actually intrigues me more a little bit, the Cleveland Browns, because I know what I'm getting from the Giants besides Saquon. Um, the Browns, though, you got a whole new dynamic, whole new team, whole new offense. So I want to see what happens. Josh Gordon obviously is not going to be there, which, you know, that kind of stinks. But um, we'll see how the chemistry with Tyrod and Jarvis is real quick, and we'll see how they use the running backs. That's what I'm most interested in. Yeah, so the, the thing is, and as you mentioned it, Chris, and I talked about it at the top of the show, that – I'd like to see how they're going to use the running backs, but there's no way Carlos Hyde sees any significant burn uh, in this game. I mentioned I believe Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb is very similar to Tyrod Taylor and Baker Mayfield. So if Tyrod Taylor's a starter, Carlos Hyde's going to be the starter also. And he's going to get plenty of usage, in my opinion. For the season, you're saying? I, I like Carlos Hyde, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think he's getting a little underrated, yep. a little no, yep. not enough love. Uh, and he sh- he's going to get touches. The question is, is he going to get, you know, like 15 15- touches is he gonna get 10 touches throughout the season that's why he for me he's like a rb3 fringe rb4 I, I i get it man i i'm, I'm with you dude uh, i'm with you uh i mentioned I, I wanted to get your opinion on this so i'm glad you're on the mic um and those were the sean mccoy and, and i mentioned him before because the bills are playing the panthers tonight as well sean mccoy is not going to the end of the fourth round but you're waiting for the other shoe to drop and the nfl could literally just put him on that inactive list whenever they want are you drafting the sean mccoy yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I was actually shocked when you said he's falling to the fourth round because I didn't even know that until yeah. you said that. And that's an absolute steal, I think, in the fourth round. If you could get him in the fourth round, I know that you got that risk. But this is a guy that is a rock-solid RB2 if he plays. Um, I actually have him ranked as a top 15 running back on my rankings uh, based on him playing. But, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what goes on with that. Uh, I mean, he's, he's as safe as they come. You know what he's going to do. You know what you're going to get from him. And you know you're going to get volume with Buffalo. So, I mean, I, I, dude, like, he... Are you worried? I'm petrified. You're worried, right? This dude might not play a game, and you're going to waste a third or fourth round pick on him. A fourth. I don't know about a third. So you won't do a third. You'll do a fourth. Yeah, I'll do a fourth, because I think that's, you know, he could jump up two or three rounds of value from right. the fourth. This has, like, as I said a second ago, like, this has Ezekiel Elliott written all over it to me. And again, Zeke was really good when he played, but he, that, that last half of the year, it sucked. Right. McCoy, God knows, literally. That's know? why hopefully most of your drafts are right yeah. before the season because this is a big question mark. Uh, if you want to avoid him, you don't want to take the risk, you know, there's plenty of other running backs to get in the second, third rounds that could give you, you know, quality production. Do you play, are you playing in any auctions? Um, I'm in one auction. Okay. Uh, but usually I don't. My main home league is a 12-team PPR. Because I want to know how much McCoy's going for in an auction right now. Well, I know that when I did my auction uh, recently, he went for twenty-two dollars. But that was bef- that was when the news came out, like kind of right away. Yeah. Okay, so twenty-two bucks what for, do you think for Sean McCoy. It makes sense, right? Like that's that's the price where he's going in snake drafts, also for that. And that it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Would I pay it? I'm scared. I'm, I'm too scared off. I think you'd skip over him I in his so. draft. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to get involved. What uh, What other running backs you think where he's going? You would take. All right. So around Lashawn McCoy, you have Darius Geis, you have Kenyon Drake, 
You have Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is the one that excites me the most there. I don't, like, I'm the Derrick Henry guy. I realize that. You're a Derrick Henry, Henry guy also. Yes. So I, I, would, I would take Derrick Henry more likely than LeSean McCoy. Derrick Henry, Darius Geis. Yeah, I, I like that. I think Ronald Jones is an interesting well, that, one. So they're going a little bit later, the Ronald Jones, Royce Freeman crew. They're going about a round later. Right. So if you want to take a wide receiver here and wait, that's cool. Like, I'd much rather the wide receivers in this area that's going, uh, Doug Baldwin, Mari Cooper, Larry Fitzgerald, like, give me those guys, and I'll wait around on the running back. Yeah, I agree with that definitely. I mean, these, these rookie running backs, uh, you could flip-flop them anyway, depending on news that comes out. And yeah. That, that, this is why you're going to watch preseason, for these rookie running backs, see who gets used, see, see who looks good. Um, but I, I look at the backups on a lot of these uh, teams that have the rookie running backs, and to me, Ronald Jones has the least competition. I know they said that Peyton Barber is probably going to end up being the starter, but I see them at least splitting carries when the season starts. 844-843-6879. Chris, another game on the schedule tonight in the NFL. You have the Chicago Bears and the Cincinnati Bengals. People are very excited about this Bears offense. What piece are you most looking forward to watching tonight? Allen Robinson, uh, his health. Uh, obvious, this is the guy I want to own on the Bears. If there's one guy you want to own the Bears, I think it's Allen Robinson uh, and Jordan Howard, of course. But Jordan Howard, you know, he's going to get a lot of his touches eaten up by Tariq Cohen, I would assume, especially targets. I don't see him getting more than 20 receptions this season. But, uh, you know what I mean? He'll get more than 20 receptions, and I, don't, and I, I think. And like, I don't, 25, maybe. Th- it doesn't bother me, the Tariq Cohen thing. Like, they can coexist. They did last year, and Jordan Howard was an RB1. No, yeah, I, I agree. They could yeah. absolutely coexist. But this is why Jordan Howard isn't an RB1, and he's more of an RB2 because he's probably not going to get the receptions you really want from your RB1. But uh, I'm interested to see, I'm not as high on the Bears as everybody else is. I, I just don't see it. I see this team coming on the list. That division is so tough. Right. You know, I, I don't see that. Maybe they take a step up because they have all these new weapons. They did a good job with that. Sure. But Trubisky has to grow, and we don't know much yet. So that's what I'm most excited about. Like, I don't know how much Trubisky, we'll see of Trubisky tonight, but I want to see what, what Matt Nagy is able to do with Mitchell Trubisky. If we're seeing that improvement, we all expect. Right, right. And it could be, you know, something where he becomes the next Jared Goff, Carson Wentz has a great second year, or he could easily flop. That's the thing. Quarterbacks are very difficult to gauge. So watch the preseason for guys like that, like Mitchell Trubisky, like you said. So what you, so I'm, I'm really paying attention tonight in that Bears game for Anthony Miller. Like last year, if you watch the preseason, again, I'm not a preseason guy. I, I'm not going to go back on that. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the preseason... How much of Jared Goff to Cooper Cup did we see, right? Like, it was nonstop, and it translated to the regular season. And it became clear that Cooper Cup, in the right situation, was Jared Goff's favorite receiver. And that, I don't think that changes, with, even though you, you replace Sammy Watkins with Brandon Cooks, and I love Robert Woods, you all know that. But Cooper Cup's that security blanket, and he's a, a fine late-round flyer to have. You, you can plug him in and, and hope every week. Mm-hmm. Anthony Miller could be that guy this year with Chicago. Right, he, he's... Going to be the slot receiver pretty much for Chicago. Trubisky's probably going to have to rely on him a lot. Not only him, but Trey Burton's an interesting one because you know young quarterbacks like to go to their tight ends. They like to go short a lot and play it safe. But, um, I mean, yeah, I'm interested to see what Anthony Miller's going to do. Like you said, preseason, you don't want to invest too much, but you do want to see what these guys have just to see on the field what they could do. You know what I mean? See, they could, they could, they could play ball. Um, but, yeah, Anthony Miller interests me. But when it comes to the Rams, Cooper Cup I like a lot. But I think Robert Woods, like you said, is the guy that like I I, right. I would want Robert Woods over Cooper Cup this year. I have no doubt about it, no doubt about it. But I still like Cooper Cup in general. Mm-hmm. For the Cincinnati Bengals tonight, I'm looking for John Ross. Like I want to see what John Ross could do. Like he's healthy right now. He's given an opportunity right now. I want to take the training wheels off John Ross and see what he could do. 
Yes, absolutely. This is one of the most interesting guys uh, in the NFL. There's a lot of guys like this out there that people don't talk about. Last year, he was a first-round pick, top 10, top 10. pick. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, he was injured the whole year, obviously. But watch him carefully because if he ends up becoming something, remember, they cut Brandon LaFell, so he could be the number two wide receiver on this team. Tyler Boyd is nothing more than really like a slot-type receiver. Uh, he's a possession guy. He's not going to get a lot of yak. He doesn't wow you with his skills. John Ross Kenny, he's a complete burner. So this is a very interesting guy to watch. He could jump up. His value could go from being a wide receiver five, which it is right now basically, to a wide receiver three. You know, he could jump up that much throughout preseason. So a guy to watch without a doubt. All right, 844-843-6879 as we continue going through the preseason and finding out exactly what you are excited about to watch tonight. Cross-state rivalry. You got the Steelers and you got the Eagles going tonight. Eagles, you got no Carson Wentz. You have no Nick Foles. It'll be Nate Sudfeld running everything. So not much going on from the Eagles' perspective. But you mentioned rookies, Ventra. To me, we can see what James Washington and Mason Rudolph could do tonight. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, Actually, not a bad betting uh, game tonight for Pittsburgh to bet Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh yeah. because totally you know, agree with you. Rudolph's a, a pretty high-end quarterback right. in the draft. And, uh, my, and Mike Tomlin wants to win. And Mike Tomlin wants to win, yeah. He's a very competitive guy. What's, that, what's the spread in that game, you know? Uh, I think it was plus three, I'm pretty sure. I like, I like he, Pittsburgh. Yeah, exactly. Um, so and, and, yeah, James Washington, I, I mean, I do want to see that, but I think, obviously, in, in Pittsburgh, you're, you're going to see Juju Smith-Schuster, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. Those are the guys. Maybe James, Wash, James Washington could be the fourth option here over the tight end, Vance McDonald, whoever it is. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, you're, gonna, you're not going to see too much throughout the season. Don't I wouldn't think he jumps up in value more than like a wide receiver four or five. That's like his okay. top. I agree. I, I agree. We spoke about him yesterday with Raymond Summerlin. If you get a chance to uh, check out that, uh, I strongly recommend you do. Next game on the schedule tonight, all these taking place at 7 p.m., is the Jacksonville Jaguars, the New Orleans Saints. You're not going to see much uh, from the Jacksonville Jaguars, like Leonard Fournette, Blake Bortles. But hey, I mean, if we could see uh, some of these wide receivers, your, your Keelan Coles, your D.D. Westbrook step up, that's where we learned D.D. Westbrook for the first time, right? Last year was D.D. going nuts in the preseason. I think that's really interesting. And then when it comes to New Orleans, Ken Merritt is not going to play. So who is the third wide receiver on this team? I think we try to establish that tonight. Yeah, I, these are two of the most interesting wide receiver battle teams, and they're going up against each other. The problem is with preseason, you, you're not going to really know who's winning the battle because you're going to just see guys coming in and out. Jacksonville has... Quite honestly, five wide receivers that could actually right. be a part of this. Right. Uh, and I have no idea what to make of it. I like Dante Moncrief, but he went down in the depth chart. Obviously, Marcus Lee is uh, the one guy you know is going to play. Uh, otherwise, you got Keelan Cole, Dede Westbrook. I'm interested in all these guys. Uh, same goes for the Saints. I wanted to see Meredith. Stinks he can't because I, I think he could end up being the number two wide receiver. You know what you got in Ted Ginn. He's just a burner, and that's about it. Uh, and then, you know, after that, that's the New Orleans wide receivers. I mean, there's really not much to look at. Is there somebody else on? Oh, Traquan Smith, maybe? Yeah, exactly. Deep sleeper? Yep, yep. yep. So, rookie, so maybe interested to see a little bit of what he does. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks and the Dolphins, they kick off at 7 as well. Uh, for the Bucks. let's see what Chris Goodwin can do, right? Like, or Chris Godwin can do, rather. I'm sorry. He was supposed to be a breakout candidate last year. It didn't really happen. Chris Godwin's another interesting name this year. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, number two wide receiver on the depth chart. I think he's going to get a lot of action. This is a guy you could get at a value of like a wide receiver four or five that could end up being a wide receiver three on your team. Uh, could end up starting because it looks like Deshaun Jackson's on his way out. He's in the tail end of his career. Yep. He's going to be a slot guy. Um, so he'll get some action too. But Godwin is a very interesting guy I have. And I think you should be uh, someone you should be 
investing in as a flyer in your drafts. I don't know, man. With, with James Winston suspended for a bunch of games, for a couple of games, rather. I don't, you don't think that Fitzpa- Fitzpatrick's a gunslinger. He'll he, win. Yeah, oh, yeah, he is. But, there's a, but the Bucks on their first depth chart listed four starting wide receivers with Godwin, with Deshaun Jackson, with Mike Humphreys. Evans and Adam Humphreys. Yeah. Right. Plus, you have the two tight ends in O.J. Howard and Cameron Brait. That's six dudes. Yeah, that's too many. Yeah, there's a lot here. But I think Godwin uh, rises above above those other guys, especially Humphreys. I think Humphreys gets kicks, kicks to the curb as a wide receiver four. Uh, so I would invest in Godwin over Humphreys without a doubt if you're taking a flyer. Washington in New England tonight, 7.30. Darius Geis all the time. Darius Geis all day. I want to see who's like – he seems to me like another bruiser type back. I don't know if he's going to catch a ton of passes. he got Chris Thompson there. So that worries me in a standard league. I think he's a great value pick because he will get the carries. There's no one else there really. I'm not worried about Rob Kelly at all. I do want to see what Rob Kelly does tonight though because it could be pretty funny. I, don't, I want to see if they use him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Rams and Ravens, nothing really on the Rams side that stood out. But for the Ravens, Joe Flacco says he's going to play. Obviously, he did not play in the Hall of Fame game. Who does he have a veteran connection with? I think that's something to look at depending on how long he plays. Yeah, I want to see uh, Lamar Jackson. More Lamar Jackson, too. That's who I really want to see. Lamar Jackson. I want to see if he plays a good portion of the game this time. Um, and then, you know, Willie Sneed, someone, John Brown. These are guys that could end up being, you know, fantasy relevant right now. They're flyers, but Sneed could end up being something important. Maybe Flacco has a connection with him, like you said. We'll see who he connects with the most. Absolutely. Quickly moving through, we have just two minutes left in the program. The Titans and the Packers. Uh, I'm very interested in watching Marcus Mariota and the Titans with Matt LaFleur as the offensive coordinator. We expect so much here with the Titans, with the new coaching staff. So that's what I'm most interested in seeing there. Uh, Houston and Kansas City. Deshaun Watson's coming back tonight, Ventra. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, highly, highly valued this year. And Patty Mahomes (laughs) in the same field tonight. Oh, that's who I... Patty Mahomes is someone I really want to see. He's a gunslinger. He's like Jay Cutler. Uh, you know, he might throw a ton of picks. He's already thrown a ton of picks in training camp. But he could be. He could run. He's got a cannon. He's got all the tools. The question is, does he have the mentality for it? And I want to see what he does tonight, even though it's a preseason game. Once again, don't invest too heavily. But just to see what he's got, what kind of tools we're working with here. I, I, I mean, you realize the next quarterback we're talking about is Jimmy G. He's going to be very jealous of what you just did to Deshaun Watson and to Pat Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy G, listen, I, I watched him a lot last year. I think you know what you're going to get from him. You're not going to see too much, I don't think, tonight. I think he'll be pulled kind of early, obviously. Um, he's the guy there. This is a guy, I think, that you know his value could fluctuate, and a lot of people are taking him way too high. Maybe I'm talking him up too much, but, I, I mean, this is a guy that should be a top-12 quarterback, though. That's one thing I know for sure. And we'll see, we'll see, obviously, very soon if he is. One more game on the schedule tonight. It's the Indianapolis Colts. It's the Seattle Seahawks. Andrew Luck's return. Andrew Luck's debut. This might be the most exciting thing. A lot of people are worried about Andrew Luck. I think, based on what I'm hearing, that this guy is ready to go. We'll see the connection between him and T.Y. Hilton. And T.Y. Hilton will obviously fly up your board if he does well tonight. Absolutely. Chris, we appreciate it. Uh, we'll, uh, I'll talk to you later. Yep, thanks All for right. having me. Ab- absolutely. Tomorrow on the show. EY is here. Eric Young in studio. It'll be fun. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. We hope.